control we have landed on the planet It's been a long time, we should've never left us stranded But we standing on the front line, prime for the sequel Part 2 will rock you, the voice of the people We had to take it back, shake it up and rearrange it The industry's evolving, now we rolling with the changes Black, Bobby, Mac, Josh, Brian, and Mary Thought to take over the planet, make some noise if you hear me Everybody, let's get down. Planet Platypus, and we're back now. Uh, everybody come and listen to the sound. What? Got DJ Platt in the chair right there. My man Bobby Mack chilling in it underwear. Gonna get it's like a it. Spitfire of Spitfires. <laughs> glad, yeah, I wore, glad I'm over my underwear today. I had no <laughs> idea he was gonna call me out. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, man. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm fired up, man. It's been a while since it we've has. done this little cast of the pod. We are back. We are back. Back from a hurricane. Dorian. Bobby's uh, back from Canada. Bro, I slipped that hurricane twice. Like That's I came here and then the hurricane went to Canada I where I was and hit my mom. That's nuts, oh, right? <laughs> it's the hurricane that won't stop, man. Yeah, man. Those poor people in the Bahamas. I wish there was something we could do, but man, that was trashed. Just nuts. Yeah. And then it's like you have these like weird feelings because you you feel bad that that devastation happened to an island, and then you feel grateful that it didn't happen to you. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's right. like a real fucked up feeling. But yeah. that's that's what it's like to be a Floridian. Yeah, that's why we have so many crazy Florida men running around. That's why. I mean, you've been down here a lot longer than I have. So you were here during Andrew, right, Bobby? I was. Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, my daughter was like months old at the time. Yeah. This this was a lot like that. Like it was scary. Like, this is probably the first time in the 20-plus years I've lived out here where a hurricane actually got me a little geeked out. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, it was a monster storm. When so. it stalled 100 miles in front of us, and it was this ridiculous thing what the size. What was that, man? I've never seen a hurricane just yeah. hover like that. It, it was crazy. That, and, it's, and it slowed down. Once it got to Grand, uh, is Grand Bahama Island, yeah. it just stayed there and started going from 8 to 7 to 5 to 4 to 3 to 1. And just sat there like a buzzsaw. Yeah, for two days on those poor people. It was—it's a record, isn't it? It was like a record forty-something yeah. hours of of just being pounded. Yeah, and 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 so it misses us. It goes straight north, right? And uh, last week we had a show scheduled. My house is all shuttered up. I've got eight million ten things going on, and Bobby's pissed. I'm finally back, and there's no fucking show. He was pissed, genuinely. <laughs> well, genuinely It pissed. turns out that it was actually a really pleasant day that day. It wasn't yeah. even yeah. Uh, b- b- bad weather or anything. No. We really dodged the bullet completely. But, yeah, you know, I better be safe than sorry. So. That was that was luck. But Bobby's back. Yeah, yeah Platt's yeah, like, we're home. canceling the show. I'm looking outside. There's birds chirping. There's people <laughs> yeah, on the, kids in the outside water. Playing and yeah. Shit. yeah. Well, the night before, I really didn't know. Didn't I didn't know, know if it was going to be pouring rain. I didn't. And you you drive the furthest distance, Bobby. So <laughs> yeah. I, did, I didn't want you caught in it. And I didn't know. Yeah, that's the thing. You so I'm like, you know what? Let's just. Yeah. So, so let's talk about Canada. What's up with Canada, eh? Oh, man, I had a fucking amazing time. It, yeah. but it's, it's, I mean, look, the entire country up there is just incredible. Yeah. I, I was recently in Prince Edward Island. That's where mom retired. Uh, the entire island is nothing, like the center of the island all the way through is nothing but farms. So as far as the eye can see, wherever you look across the countryside, 
literally looks like a postcard. Like you'll see yeah. all the stupid stuff that I post on Facebook. That's just off of my cell phone taking a snap. That's not, you know, those are just lighthouses and and the farms too because they grow different crops are all different colors. So when you look across the country, it's like different. Like the canola fields are golden yellow, and then the potato fields are in the in the red clay with the green, and then the corn stalks. It's just absolutely amazing. And when you get to the edge of anywhere on that island, thirty foot red uh, red clay cliffs wow. that go all the way down. Yeah. So it's picturesque from end to end. And what are the people like? Are, are they traditional Canadian? Like, do they say a a lot? And yeah, yeah, they do that. But bro, like, they say Canadians are so nice. Let me give you an idea. Like, for example, we're driving by. Uh, I'm driving down the highway, going to the store, and the store from my mother is like 30 miles away. Wow, that's how you know remote everything. Sure, each, each neighbor is like a half a mile from each other. And as we're driving, I see these little, I see these little huts on the side of the road, and I'm like. Mom, what's with the huts? And she's like, oh, well, these are from the, the people from the farms. They'll just go, and if they have extra potatoes, they'll put out potatoes. You can just go pick some up. Oh, no kidding. Like, I'm like free potatoes. I'm like, what? He says, yeah, yeah. I said, well, how, do, you, do you have to buy them? You pick up a, pa- a pack of potatoes? And she goes, no, you just, you know. It's you, free if potatoes. you want to leave something, you can. If not, you just take potatoes. Wow. I'm like, that's how nice they are. They just leave food out along... The different properties. Dude, out here we can't even leave candy for trick or treaters on the porch like you used to. <laughs> no, that first kid's like, taking the whole bucket. Fuck yeah! yeah. Can you imagine like a, a big pound of potatoes or a big sack of potatoes? Yeah. Gone. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Insane. But yeah, incredibly nice people. Uh, the, the whole French thing is uh, it's tough to assimilate to because uh-huh. you got to remember French is their first language. So right, a lot of those. Like when we go on the plane, for example, everything's in French first and English second. You know, for us, it's like English first and Spanish second. Yeah. And I yeah. finally know what it feels like to be a Spanish person. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to say something about Bobby's mom. Bobby's mom is probably one of the sweetest people you ever meet. I mean, she she's genuine, very, very genuine, very talented like Bobby is. She's an artist. Um, when you meet her, you immediately fall in love with this woman. There's just She has this a redeeming quality about herself that it's just she's uh, she's strong-willed she's um charming she's funny this and that but she's also bobby's mother and sometimes mothers make us do things based on our career choice or or our our paths you know bobby is a stand-up comedian bobby is an artist bobby's a lot of things we know this about you from the show you're one of the most talented people i know thank you sir so Bobby goes to Canada to visit mom and Josh. They're having like this big soiree or party at her house, right? Every summer, yeah. They throw the end of the summer bash. So without Bobby even really getting a say so in this, I'm sure you did, but from what I gather, you didn't. Bobby's mom puts him on the spot and basically says, you're going to tell jokes to my friends. <laughs> I got to know, because I purposely haven't asked you this yet. I have to know how that went. Well, it's it's a huge thing because the the province that they're in, you got to remember because of the weather, they're only they're only like open like six to eight months a year. Right, right. Four months a year, that entire place is on winter shutdown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. so when the summer comes and goes, it's a big deal to them. Remember how it felt to us when summer oh, yeah. came as a kid in school? So, uh, so they throw this end of the summer bash. The entire it's a block party. Uh-huh. The entire block of houses all shows up to my mom's place. They all bring food. They bring drinks. They bring lawn chairs. Extra potatoes. Right, potatoes for everyone. And my mother has this large wooden deck in the front of her beach house, and we've got 
I mean, we must have had 14 to 20 musicians, set up, sound system, everything, and I'm hosting the thing, so I go out and I have to do, you know, 10 to 20 minutes worth of jokes twice in the in the night. Wow. So uh, it actually went well. I had to, you know, I got to kind of watch my language. Yeah. Like, my mother's like... Uh, it's not the strip club crowd. Right. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I want you to do your, your act. I'm like, Mom, my act is fucking filthy. <laughs> I talk about pussy. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Which to my mother's no big deal because she's a lesbian. Right. But, uh, but to, to, to her neighbors, like, I don't want to go out like... Have my mother go, this is my son. I come out and then filth, 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 vagina. Flarn filth. (laughs) (laughs) So I went with relatable material. Like I wasn't going to go out there and tell potato jokes or that whole hacky thing. So I just went with, you know, what I knew they would be in tune with. It's a lot of retirees. And I went with me being on the cusp of feeling old i'm at the age now finally where i get to be one of you people right like look i i don't know what it takes to join your club but for for what it's worth i take fiber and laxative every day okay (laughs) so uh so i just i went that whole route and uh i had them in the palm of my hand so it was nice and uh it's tough to get out of the filthy mentality yeah but once i found that common thread with the with the audience that's where i stayed and it was fun oh that's cool nice we got a big show today. Uh, Angel Bo is going to stop in. We're going to uh, sit down and chit-chat with her. And Travis Bajant, the uh, arm wrestling phenom from Expo, uh, we're going to find out a few things about him as well. Uh, I want to see what he thought about Macho Man uh, almost breaking his uh, shoulder at, at Expo. And uh, Josh Macho had- Man had him. Macho Man had him. Had that match gone through? Oh, that, you know what? I watched the video again, and it's so brilliant. I mean... When you went up to him, I, I, I will talk about it later, but when you went up to him and, and you're sizing each other up, <laughs> you, you, you had the mannerisms of Macho Man down to perfection. Yeah, he really channeled the spirit of Macho really, Man. Really, really, really did. Yeah. And uh, and I understand that Josh channeled the spirit of Panda in this week's Spitfire, which well, that's know, all I know. Yeah, man. He's a tremendous Panda fan. We know this. This is about true. Him. This yeah. is true. And uh, this week, you've got the Spitfire of the Week on. Uh, well, uh, last week, we had talked about, um, I, I, you made a request. We wanted the, the death the, match. The, the Panda death match uh, in, in response to the stripper death match that we were doing. So so that's that's the theme for this week, Spitfire. Bobby, out of all the Spitfires he's done so far, which one is your favorite? Oh, man, 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 man. This is kind of a hard one to answer. But uh, I still I still have to give top credit to the alien one. Area 51. Really Area like 51. I mean, he had all the elements in play there. He not only did an amazing job keeping time to that impossible rap pattern, but the writing for that was so creative. And then the throw-in voices, the side effects he puts in after everything yeah, is done. Fantastic. It was, it was a grand slam. It wasn't a home run. It was a grand slam. I have to say, my favorite is your Ode to Katie Sutra and Bombs Over Facebook. Okay, yeah. That was fantastic. That's another, another fan that, favorite. That was yeah. awesome. What about you, Josh? Do you have a personal favorite um, so far? They're all like my demented little babies, and I love them all the same. But I think you guys are going to love this one. All right, well, duly noted. So let's take a quick break. Let's get Angel Bo on the phone and uh, get on with the show. Cheers, Mike. Are you looking to book a feature entertainer for your club? Look no further. Cinefoldstrips.com has you covered. Cinefoldstrips.com is a great place to make any event a successful event. Cinefoldstrips.com has celebrity lookalikes, porn stars, showgirls, and many other acts to make your event a memorable one. 
Enhance your guest experience by partnering up with Danny and his team of professionals. Centerfoldstrips.com. Tell them Planet Platypus sent you. Monroe's Palm Beach is an award-winning club for good reason. Come in for the amazing food and stay all night for the party. Monroe's regularly books feature entertainment and the top mainstream DJs. Jimmy Boucher is the current DJ of the year and keeps the party going until 5 a.m. Check out the upcoming events at MonroesPalmBeach.com. Nobody does more events than Monroe's Palm Beach. It's the best party in Palm Beach County. Monroe's has won more awards in the past five years than any independent club in the industry. Check out MonroesPalmBeach.com. It's not just a party, it's an experience. And welcome back to the Planet Platypus Show, everybody. It's your boy, Peter Josh Fiore, once again in the building, a.k.a. AJ Fuego Spitfire King. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they don't call me that for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. They call you other things, though. I will say that. <laughs> they do. <laughs> so, so, anyway, we've got Angel Bo Angel on the this is crazy. It's almost like deja vu because yeah. we just saw Angel in Las Vegas at Expo. And I really want to take a second and thank you personally for always having our back and being a huge support system for Planet Platypus and uh, Bobby, Josh, and myself. Um, not only at Expo were you just like super supportive, but just in general in the industry. And we love and appreciate you. So thank you, Angel Bo. Well, thank you guys. You guys are awesome. We're like family, so we're definitely like family. That is like a I very dysfunctional family, especially Josh. And my back too. <laughs> yeah. So okay, we do have her back. She was saying thank you for having her back too, as well. Oh, we one hundred percent have your yeah. back. And uh, Bobby would actually hang from meat hooks to have your back. He Bro, said, "You have yeah. no idea." Oh, you guys. She <laughs> Love is in the air. She is extreme, and I and I love an extreme entertainer because I, you know, like you work so often with people who go up on stage and they do, you know, the traditional routine. When when Angel Bo gets on stage, you have no fucking idea what's about to happen, and that's the part that I love. <laughs> yeah, that um, just that whole thing of what's going to happen next. What she, you know, how is she going to outdo herself the next time you see her? You know, and uh, a lot of that comes from. Now you had told me that you were in the sideshow game before the feature game. So let, let's start yeah. there. Let, let, let's, start, let's start there. So, you, you know, as far as the sideshow stuff goes... She um, was the uh, bearded woman. She was the bearded woman. <laughs> that's, that's that, you know... How did you guys know that? Well, you know, Bobby kissed you on the cheek at Expo, and he told us. He said oh, there was a little bit yeah. of... Yeah, just, just, just a little there. But no, let's go into that for a second. So when you were doing the whole sideshow stuff... I realized that that was a, a group of people that did um, very off-the-wall type things. Can you elaborate a little bit as to some of the things that you did when you were in the sideshow world? Um, well, I mean, i just done a few um, shows with my sideshow family, which showed the luck, shout out. Um, so, you know, like they do traditional family um, sideshow, so, you know, the machetes, the bed of nails, the grinder. <laughs> she like says that. it's so casual. It's so casual, right? It's just wholesome, wholesome family fun. Blood yeah. Head. Yeah. yeah. You know. Blood mopping, you know, <laughs> the, the standard things. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just did that. Like, and I've just been hanging out with like sideshow people for a long time, like 10 years. 
Um, and actually, the sideshow people that I do know in uh, Vegas, they actually do suspension too. So that's how I also fell into the suspension side as well. Um, yeah, I've been doing it for a while. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know, like when I put together the, the sirens, um, we decided to incorporate more of like the shock value stuff, like the sideshow stuff into our show. Right. So obviously... You know, that's where that's born from. And, you know, I got into featuring accidentally because of that, because I was just doing uh, the siren started because obviously Suicide Girls wanted to just, just do which, a tour. But, which, by the way, was a, um, a brilliant idea. I'm not, I don't mean to interrupt you, but that entire concept is fantastic. Yeah, I know it was great at the time, but uh, it didn't work out. So, <laughs> yeah, but it's I mean, kind of evolved. With that many people, that many girls, with that many vaginas, and they're all bleeding at the same time, oh, it's obviously going to be drama, <laughs> you know. So it didn't work out, but it was a good stepping stone, you know. Everybody like is doing their own thing now, so it's good. Yeah, I was going to say it kind of evolved into what you're doing now, which is this hardcore, you know, almost sideshow, but yet you've classed it up a bit i would say yeah does that make yeah. sense totally yeah so it's not yeah, quite you as can't just go out there and be like ah jackass you know you have to like add some sex appeal <laughs> otherwise i wouldn't be performing in strip clubs i'd just be performing it's very much like I don't know, it's very much strip. like jackass though i mean and and i mean it's some of that stuff is like taking uh, putting yourself into a shopping cart and running off a cliff type of you know, anxiety type entertainment. <laughs> She's putting together a show right now where she actually does that. I don't know if you know. Really? Yes, a Angel. Don't. Isn't it true you have a shopping cart show you're developing right now? <laughs> yeah, it's a mix between my old, my grandma theme and my homeless theme. <laughs> I'd pay top dollar to see that show. And it's tough because yeah. it's tough. It's tough to travel internationally with your own shopping cart. I don't know if you know that. It's true. Right. It's true. And it takes forever if you it's drive got the shopping cart. One of those little there. on the wheels. But if I go out, hers is all tricked out. It's got spikes on the wheels, razor blades on the side, <laughs> flames shooting out the back. Oh, that's hilarious! Fuck yeah. That is hilarious. Now, I understand that you did some things in the whole juggalo world uh, with the insane clown posse. I want to talk about that for a second because our very own Josh actually performed with insane clown posse and went on tour with these guys. Yeah. And uh, I just, I'm curious as to what your affiliation was with that. Um, I performed there with uh, Freak Show Deluxe, the sideshow uh, family that I worked with. Um, so yeah, I did I did the jugglers with them. That was great. Josh we performed like side stage, but you know it's still there. But Josh performed with the band Simply Red. I don't know if you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! No, but the gathering of the jugglers—it's a cool vibe. You guys should go. We should all go next time. But it, it usually takes place right around the same time as Expo. But if we could pull it off, I would love to bring you guys there because um, you know you look around and you see these people—they're painted up like wicked clowns. Uh, you know, it's a very uh, extreme kind of audience you know uh pro wrestling type stuff you know you got people like smashing stuff over each other's heads and shit and it's crazy but at the same time there's a lot of love there it's like a big family it's love? like yeah man because it's where all the people that are kind of like outcasts or don't fit in or have anxiety this is like the one place where they could go every year and be together and it's thousands of them and it's just like it's all love it's 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 not it's not like what you would think it's a good time it's i've good done vibe. halloween horror nights it's got to be kind of close <laughs> <laughs> kind of with a little more meth 
A little more meth. A little more meth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If well, I if I had Angel yeah. Bo walking in front of me, I might go. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like I've seen. I would totally go again. You've showed me videos of them like pelting three liter bottles into the crowd yeah. and like yeah. projectiles and and like. I could see like somebody getting injured at those shows. I mean, it's, it happens. It's, it's pretty a, intense. On occasion, it happens, but for the most part, everybody looks out for each other, makes sure nobody gets hurt, and that kind of thing. And you yeah, know. it's like being in a mosh pit. You yeah, know, you have that respect. If someone falls down, you pick them up. Is it true you can pay someone to vomit on you? <laughs> I'm sure you could. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> at you at can pay me to vomit on. <laughs> what? <laughs> you vomited on somebody Wait. before, Angel? Uh, I haven't. No, but I. <laughs> for the right price, I mean, yeah. What's the craziest thing that you've been offered, like to, somebody to offer you money to do? That's a great question. Oh man! Like I as a customer, know. I mean, like we've we've had stories of customers that wanted girls to pee in a cup and they like, drink it and stuff like that. Really? But like, oh yeah, no, I've done that before. I've totally done that before. See, at a strip pub. <laughs> do, do you do it? Do you do it live? Like because. I'm not falling for not, that trick where you pay for somebody's pee, they take it in the back and bring me the manager's pee. <laughs> Can you pee? I peed in a cup at the ED Awards a couple years ago and left it on the table. Get the fuck out of here. There's a video of it, too. Whose table did you <laughs> leave it on? with the guys from Platinum 84. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. So do you think somebody drank your urine? I mean, it looked like lemonade, maybe. <laughs> Oh, no. Look like beer to me. <laughs> See, that's the but kind no, of shit that scares me at these things, man. Yeah. I just can't picture myself at an well, event like that. Random yeah, I mean, yours. You never know what's in it. L- listen, Angel, I love you dearly, but if I drank your piss, I would fucking lose it, man. Like, seriously, I would lose it. Like, that's craziness. I mean, seriously, that's nuts. I don't want to drink it. How much pee. money would it take for you to drink Angel? There's not pee. enough money on the on, in the planet. For me to drink somebody's urine, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> there was one year at Expo, Bonnie Rotten was in the hot tub with us, and she was pissed in the hot tub, but like in a way where like she was so proud of it. She's like, "Yo, pissing in the hot tub, motherfucker!" <laughs> Arched her hips out, <laughs> sprayed everybody. Totally, she was all into it. Yeah, see, yeah. that just that—that's not my scene. It's good old wholesome family fun. Yeah, man. that's not my kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, but you got to go through it once in life just to get it over with. No, and, and you know, look, listen, in our world, in our industry, we have a lot of different uh, personalities, right? Angel's a very different personality than like an Annie Lane. You know, they're both equally great entertainers. They're both equally great human beings. But personality-wise, they're different. One they're, will pee on you, one won't. Exactly. One, <laughs> one would, you know, go to extremes where the other one would be a little bit more conservative, you know? Do, I don't know. I think Annie would pee on me. <laughs> yeah, she definitely <laughs> she might. She <laughs> might. Annie might definitely pee on somebody. It's true. But, like, have you ever been in a situation personally where you met a guy, you thought he was cute, you liked him, but he was so he was too square for you? Like, I'm kind of square. Yeah. So that that doesn't work out, right? You need somebody that's willing to drink your pee and, and you know, <laughs> deal with, like, some hardcore stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm not necessarily drink my pee, but... I do need someone that's a little adventurous, you know? Right. So I would be too boring for you. Well, I don't know your personality like that. I, I, I'm telling you, I would be too boring for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you right now. There's absolutely, because I'm not into that type of, that's just not, on my personal life. We have, to, we have to get her to vomit <laughs> on somebody. I don't, see, I don't know if I could vomit <laughs> on command, though. 
Oh, I just, I, I don't That's know. That's got to be a gift or a talent. Oh, I, I probably could vomit on demand. I'd have to smell something really bad to be like, Ugh. and then, then then that gets it going, you know? Yeah, but how I does that see, work? We, we don't I can just see Bobby hanging some liverwurst over her nostrils. And all of a sudden, <laughs> uh, oh, man. This, what are you traveling with that can of sardines for? Mind your own business. Yeah. So you travel everywhere. Um, you, you've, yeah. you're on, you're on tour. You've got a lot of things coming up. Um, but I noticed you have a very tight bond with the Canadian girls. And I want to touch that for yeah. a second because we are all very infatuated with the Canadian features. Josh is in love with Heather heaven. It's true. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Cassius that. Che is going to be my wife one day. And, uh, Bobby is, um, I'm the host for all of them. Yeah. See, notice Bobby's restricted from saying anything about <laughs> any female human being whatsoever other yeah. than his wife. Um, but, um, no, but the, the Canadian girls are amazing. Yeah. And, um, I know that you have befriended most of them and you work in Canada. What's the difference between working here and internationally? Um, I guess the way that the people tip as well in Canada is different from out here. How so? Like on the uh, on the East Coast where I've mainly performed, um, they do like the ride for five thing, so they don't have coins or anything. They don't have anything smaller than a five. Huh. Um, so they come up on stage, you know, with the five in the mouth or tucked in their pants, whatever. You give them a ride for five, and then you take their money and you get out of here they get off stage you right, know right um which is like really weird because you know i'll be in the middle of like piercing myself or something and that some random guy come up on stage and i'm like i can't put my boobs in your face right now because i have needles sticking out of them <laughs> um, you Common know problem like we all have of my show i'm like don't bring anyone on stage you know and obviously the first time i was there i didn't know that's what they do you know because i was so used to the american way um but yeah, no, I love it there now because like they just run up on stage. They love it. They're so into it. But then you got like the Alberta side where they throw coins at you, but like in a good way because they like prizes. So, you know, you roll up a a, a poster in between your legs and they throw the loonies and toonies at you. If they get the loony and toonie inside of the poster, they win the poster. Um, and then all, all, all the girls have like this magnetic thing. It's like, I don't know, it's like a metal detector thing, but it's actually a magnet. And that's how they, uh, well, they don't do it, but they have someone like a stage hand or whatever come and clean the stage up and all the coins stick to this magnet. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. like we have a box where everybody just, they shuffle all the dollars, the balled up dollar bills in a box, and then they just take it, you know, and unravel the dollars. Yeah, I but guess. a dude has to come over with a with a metal detector and, and yeah. suck up all the coins. Hey, man, well, whatever like works. Yeah. What a great what a great gimmick that is, man. The fact that they got rid of their one dollars, two dollars. They don't even have pennies in Canada. You right. know you know when you go somewhere and there's a penny souvenir maker, uh -huh. they have to give you a penny from the back because there's no pennies anymore either. Oh no kidding. So like I'm and I did this in, in my little routine at mom's house. I'm like, do the strippers here wear that little change machine on their thigh where you give them a ten and it click, 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 they <laughs> like give the you like, the arcade he said. Yeah. No like, change allowed. <laughs> I, I, what a, I mean, because it, it's a premium price. Tax there is like fifteen percent. It's no joke. So five bucks is a lot of money to them. Yeah, but like, yeah, that was so weird because when I was in Ottawa, like we went to, we walked past the dollar store and it was like everything one twenty five, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. yeah. The dollar store is lying in ever. Canada. Yeah, it's not really a dollar. 
we could be millionaires yeah. just moving out there opening a dollar store because wow. their dollar store is really like the dollar 99 store it's not even like she said a dollar 25 at minimum what's the difference between the features out there and the, the house girls i understand that there's a difference there like when well, when i went to go visit uh justice um the club that she works at um she they have like the showgirls and then they have the house girls so the house girls don't go on stage at all they just work the floor and then you have like the showgirls that do their shows and they do like two or three shows a night um but yeah it's like really weird you know the house girls they don't go on stage they just work the floor they hustle because i think that you know she works in a show club so they want the sh- everyone that works there to be showgirls wow which is like really really awesome because then the customers coming in they get a show every time someone's on stage which is rad you know i don't want to watch someone boring on stage so the boring girls are on the floor doing lap dances and other things like that then right so it's kind of segregated yeah i mean it's not segregated because like the showgirls still have to sell dances too but it's also i think they just have some kind of like stage quality you know if you're like you're not a stage girl then you, gotta, you can't work on the stage it makes sense you know, though you if you think about show. it because these canadian features are coming out like i mean these girls are putting on these freaking shows and and that's how they're surviving out in these markets. So that the makes Can- sense. The Canadian features are bringing their A game when they come here. Do you think that like how many? I think it was twice this year, maybe even three times in the EDIs alone. A girl was her first time at at the show. One newcomer of the year. Like you don't just show up at a at a convention at a, at a competition like that and win ever. Right. And this year they sweep sweep the fucking edi it's not even close though i mean like they're putting in such maximum effort do you think american strippers are lazy i think i think the typical american house girl stripper is lazy but but if you're implying that girls from other countries have a bigger worth ethic i think absolutely you're right you think so i it's been my experience i mean the canadian girls are really bringing it you know what i mean i mean, I, I i agree like the the quality of like the can, the new Canadian girls to the quality of like the new American girls, like I feel the Canadian girls like they come and they're like, I got all these awesome costumes, I got all of these awesome like show ideas, you know, they're beautiful. Like, oh my god, did they just come from another planet? Did they just get beamed in from somewhere? I'm like, mm-hmm. how how does Canada have so many beautiful women? It's ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's almost but, like the, the Canadian girls have been trained in, be, in being a feature and how to behave, how to act, how to do, how to everything. And the American girls almost seem entitled where they think that if they do this side of it, then they deserve more. They are entitled to more. But the Canadian girls are coming over to work, son. Yeah. Well, I think also because obviously from um, what I've seen at Brandy's, you know, like you start as like the floor girl, you know, you don't go on stage. So it gives them that fuel to be like, all right, I'm going to come up with some really good shows and I want to be a stage girl, you know? And so that really fuels them into like investing in like their shows and making their shows really, really good show quality, you know? Well, see here, Um, here in America, you only don't go on stage if you have a shady body. So (laughs) (laughs) is, is that the case in Canada where the, the, where the feature girls that go on stage are the better looking ones and the house girls are kind of, yeah. No, they're all beautiful. They're all beautiful. I haven't met an ugly Canadian yet. 
I mean, seriously, every feature that we've met through the Canadian connection connection has been dimes and, and yeah, then some. Gorgeous. I mean, pretty, pretty nuts. So, Angel, um, before we go, uh, I want you to plug some of your bookings. What do you got coming up? Uh, I have Erie, Pennsylvania at Candies, and then I have the TD's tour in Albuquerque, and then I have uh, Keepers in Milford, Connecticut coming up, too. So, yeah. Awesome. Little things going on. When are you vacationing in Florida? Wow, that's a good question. Yeah, we got to get you down here. In Florida. We got to get you down here so you can suspend Josh and Bobby from the studio ceiling. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. You, th- oh, you, you would do yeah. suspension, Josh? Yeah, I'm down. You would? Yeah. I mean, I'm a pretty heavy guy, so I'm probably going to rip my skin right off, but I yeah, mean, I don't, don't want to give it a whirl. Yeah, I'm not doing suspension. Yeah, I'm not doing suspension. I, I might. Fuck, sir. Listen, you guys don't know. I, I got a, a, a real freaky dark side that you guys haven't seen, but Angel can bring that out of me, I think. You think so? Oh, yeah. Are you, are you into blood? Are yeah, into totally. Blood, blood play? <laughs> <laughs> what, wait, what is blood play? It's where you bleed, and uh, like I saw, so like you you bleed on each other. I guess, like I don't know, you pierce. I pierce myself. What do you mean you then, guess? Like, you brought it up. It's sexy. I don't know. That's the thing. Yeah, that's hot. Yeah, <laughs> I get, I, I get into that. We, yeah. We are so different, yet that's what makes me love you so much, Angel Bo. And I want to thank you <laughs> so much for always being here for us. And you have an open invite anytime to be on the show, plug anything you want on the website, and uh, just just thank you for being you. You're awesome. I love that you're oh, so yeah. different, and um, Bobby and Josh can't uh, say enough about you. Um, we talk behind your back, but it's always really good. Good. That's why my ears are always burning. They are always burning. <laughs> and your ass you itches guys. a little bit. We All right. love you, Angel Bo. We love you, Angel. We'll talk to you real soon. Um, and is there a website or any like social media you want to plug? Yes. You can go to my Instagram at myheartangelbo, or you can go to my OnlyFans at onlyfans.com forward slash angelbo. And my Twitter is iheartangelbo, and my Facebook is facebook.com forward slash missangelbo. And if you want to book Angel Bo in your clubs, you're going to call Danny over at Centerfold Strips uh, Feature Booking Agency. And if you want Angel to vomit on you, make sure you call us here at Planet Platypus <laughs> at 1-800-SPEWDEM. Angel Bo! Hey, 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 I want to hear your English accents. You want to hear English accents? Okay, mate. We're going to wrap it up because right now, coming up next, we have Travis Bajant, the arm wrestling champion, on the line after this. Bobby? And he will not be vomiting upon anyone because that is in poor taste. <laughs> so we shall return after these messages from our sponsors. Howdy ho! Cheerio! Attention all club owners. Did you know there's a platform for DJ education? Pandamembers.org is an association for professional DJs. Panda stands for Professional Adult Nightclub DJ Association. With over 1,000 members, Panda is always growing and generating top DJs in our industry with an educational platform and discussions on how to better the DJ's craft. If your current DJ staff is not a member of Panda yet, President Dane Hansen welcomes you to check out pandamembers.org. It could change your business for the better. 
Rick's Cabaret, it's one of the biggest chains in the adult industry. With over 50 clubs nationwide, Rick's Cabaret is a great destination no matter what state you're visiting. Check out rickscabaret.com for a full list of clubs near you. And if you want a piece of the action, Rick's Cabaret is a publicly traded company on the NASDAQ under the letters R-I-C-K. Rick's Cabaret has been awarded National Club Chain of the Year numerous times. Check out rickscabaret.com for all your entertainment needs. Yeah, <laughs> the planet is back. What's up, man? It's Josh. I'm coming to you solo right now because as of right now, I am in the editing process of the show, and I realized that we have lost our next segment, which is the interview with Travis Bajant, world champion arm wrestler. We talked to him this afternoon for a while. He told us a lot of very cool stories, and unfortunately, we experienced some type of technical uh, glitch here uh, with the software that uh, prevents me from playing that interview for you fine folks listening at home tonight. So uh, what we're going to do is we've talked to Travis. We're going to have him on next week's show or on in the very near future uh, to retell all of those stories about life on the road as a champion arm wrestler, and uh, it's really interesting stuff. Uh, we apologize to you, Travis, man. We're going to get you back on the show real soon. Uh, but as they say in the business of show, the show must go on, so we're just going to pick it up right here with the next segment of episode 13. And welcome back to Planet Platypus, everybody. Blah, blah, blah. I'm using the air horn a lot today. Yeah. Bang, bang. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. that's- not annoying at all. No, no, not yeah. at all. Not at all. Well, I'm sure you've been to the clubs where the DJ like overly abuses that air horn oh, sound effect. Yeah. 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 I once had a DJ that worked for me that would hit the applause button. Oh, that's like, awful. Over and over and over again. And I would say repeatedly, Bobby, stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, seriously, stop hitting the applause track. Yeah. And he would just not. I, I thought it was like a nervous tick that he had. Like, you would do that all the time. It was a bad habit i got out of it yeah. oh my god yeah to the point where like i would get yelled at about it like i'm not hitting the damn button bobby is why are you yelling at me but yeah it, it would and, uh, and, and you know you know i work with uh with miguel who you guys have worked with in the past and so yeah. like he's kind of old school also and once in a while he'll be like oh no you need to do you need to hit that sound effect you know that cheech and chong thing and i'm like dude no we don't do that anymore man it's not yeah it's not yeah like no no it's not a thing people want to do there's a lot of things DJs can do that can get you all riled up. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Which is probably a good segue into this week's Spitfire because you're now paying attention to Panda this week. Now, let's go back for a second. Yeah. Back weeks, maybe months ago, you did a stripper death match. Yes. Right? Yeah. Hit him with the left. Hit, hit him, him with, with the right. right. It's yeah, a stripper it was, fight. Yeah. 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 And, that, and that, a lot of people love that because of the shout outs right. that you were given to a lot of our features. In fact, I think Bobby actually came up with the initial thought of shouting out yeah. the different features Everybody, names, which yeah. is brilliant, you yeah. know? And and you did this thing and it was, it was fantastic and everybody loved it. Well, then we had a conversation last week where we got into like the who would win in a fight scenarios. We did. And so that's kind of what inspired this week's Spitfire of the Week. So let's pick that up for a second. Now you've had a, you know, two weeks to sit on it because of Hurricane Dorian. Yeah. So so who would win in the ultimate panda fight? I mean, Daryl Roberson. You think Daryl Roberson would? 
Yeah, that that you you got to be you got to be worried about the quiet ones. Yeah, <laughs> they always know that you know they've got that they've got that special uh, strength. Dude, speaking yeah. of Daryl Roberson, okay, um, you know we're still getting all the uh, footage from Expo out on the website. You know what I mean? And last week we posted Bobby is in his karate uniform at the uh, actual uh, Expo at the actual convention center. And just randomly grabs Daryl Roberson. No, Daryl's dressed to the nines. Always is. Oh, I mean, he looks great. He might have been the best dressed man in Vegas. Hundred percent. Bobby's in his karate gi. Yeah. You know what I mean. And Bobby's being Bobby. You know, he's just he's in in interview mode. He's in red carpet mode, and and Bobby's all smiles and this and that. Daryl was so uncomfortable with Bobby's questions that it was actually entertaining for me to watch this thing back. Uh, Daryl is just uncomfortable, period. You, you think know? so? He's an uncomfortable guy in, in most social situations, I know. The greatest thing about Daryl Robertson, if you notice, the more uncomfortable he gets, the harder he smiles. Yes. <laughs> it, so if you ask him, if he's already smiling and you ask him something uncomfortable, he goes, <laughs> Yeah, he, he, he really blows He gets wide. Yeah, 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 Joker yeah. grin. And, and, and Bobby asked numerous, like Bobby would ask pertinent questions and then silly, stupid questions. Who's got the hottest nipples? And yes, like that. and that yeah, was yeah. it. He he asked Daryl who had the hottest nipples at Expo, and and his his brain went to like fried right then and there. Like he, <laughs> yeah. you could just see the gears burning, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's like, "Well, Ruby Ryder is right there." <laughs> I, don't know, I would say Ruby Ryder, and and the way that if you go back. And frame by frame that interview, which I've done probably a thousand times now since since, since we've posted it. it, it's so, it's such a beautiful train wreck. It's it's just <laughs> lovely. It, it has every element that you could possibly think of in in a. And on award-winning video. Bobby, that was some award-winning journalism you did there at Expo. I just want to point that well, out. I, I would not have been anything without Daryl Robertson. So, do you think Daryl would win, like, the all-cage match battle royal? So like a, yeah, like a battle royal, Royal Rumble type of thing? He might be a badass. You know how you... It's like the one, two, three kid. You know, you get that one move that might... Like the Royce Gracie move that might get somebody to tap out. You never know. Daryl's got that... You know who scares me? Johnny Michelson, I think that guy would go fucking <laughs> nuts on somebody because he seems so opposite. Like when you meet him, mm-hmm. he's very happy, go lucky. He's very calm demeanor. But I think if you just pushed his buttons the right way, that guy would snap, snap. and just snap you in half. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can just see that. So yeah. do, before we hear the song, I'm just curious, Bobby. Do, do you? Who do you think Josh really threw out there? Like if if there was one person that. Let me see. I, I uh, well, you know, if you're going with absolute crazy, unhinged, unhooked, uncontrollable, wild man, you got to go with yeah. McDermott. Yeah, and McDermott gets a shout out for sure. He's definitely in the heavyweight division for sure. Yeah, yeah. See, the thing is, is now like you guys know, I haven't been as heavily involved in the Panda Group in quite a while. Yeah, you don't chart. So, well, besides that, I just I'm not even really active in the the Facebook group anymore. Like I'm there. I, I'm a in it but i don't follow it it's on my news feed so like i don't know who the major players are anymore it's been a long time so i'm hoping i got everybody that i wanted to get but like there there might be other people in so if you didn't get a shout out on the song i apologize this is you know it's only a three minute song i got as many as i could in there well let's 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 hear this because i'm (laughs) curious you have my you have my my curiosity up who's your pick before we go in 
my pick for who got the nod. I mean, Dane's kind of angry, you know? He's the president. He's the leader of the band. So yeah. I would say Dane or Jeb. And that would make uh, Lacey like the Miss Elizabeth. She Ooh. would be the Elizabeth. Miss Elizabeth. Right. Lacey Rain <laughs> would be like. Dane Hanson. Yeah. Spring, here comes the Prez. And I could see like Jeb Gerald being like the George the Animal Steel yeah. to Dane's macho man. You okay. know what I mean? All right. <laughs> Are you with me well, on this uh, or no? I'm, I'm laughing at the visual of the statement maybe, you just made. Or maybe Jeb being like a hillbilly Jim because... <laughs> Rocky Mountain Man. He's kind of that Rocky Mountain Man. I could see yeah. him with the overalls and, and yeah. being that big smile on his face all the time because yeah. he lives in Colorado. It brings I, me back to the Jeb Gerald family feud thing that we did. Oh, God, that was hysterical. <laughs> it was so funny. Where did Grandma put your frog? <laughs> So, uh, so here it is, Panda Deathmatch, uh, once again, in the stylings of LL Cool J. Nice. This is Mocky Mock Pairs of the BBC here to talk about a battle of wits and strength by the industry's top DJs. Let's call it a deathmatch. We waited for years. All the club DJs fighting their peers. Bobby Mack in the ring, he's about to announce he has pounds. Gonzo tosses him out. Jeb Gerald then emerges from a cloud of smoke, yo. Running up and grab him in a violent show. Oh, fighting to the death and it's getting hectic. A portal opened up to another dimension. The mad scientist steps out with a spark, man. Gonzo is gone, now Ron's kickboxing. Roundhouse kicked and a pound sound hits with a rumble and a roll. What the fuck is this? I'm gonna knock you out. Panda said, knock you out. I'm gonna knock you out. Panda said, knock you out. I'm gonna knock you out. Panda said, knock you out. I'm gonna knock you out. Panda said, knock you out. Roberson drops with the chocolate thunder. Straight to the nuts with a kick down under. That's no match for the wizard's magic. Swaggle with the swagger and the fancy hat tricks. Pulls out the trophy from inside the hat. Smashes the whiz in the dick like splat. Damn! Perry didn't like that. Came to the ring with an army of cats. Yokozuna dropped from the top of the ropes. Perry knocks him out just before he gets choked. Panda's on the ground all bleeding and hurting. Making their way to the ring to McDermott. Mopping the floor with the competition. Elon Fong stepping in to win this. He's got the heart and the driving desire. Then was betrayed by his boy Danny Mize. Grabbed a steel chair like as if it was funny. Proceeded to hit him with the Panda Top 20. I'm gonna knock you out. Panda said knock you out. I'm gonna knock you out. Panda said knock you out. I'm gonna knock you out. Panda said knock you out. I'm gonna knock you out. Panda said knock you out. Break down. With a dog named Royal Ready for the rumble But the dog ain't loyal Got off the leash And began to attack It was vicious man Even ripped off his mustache I couldn't believe it The shit was crazy Then I saw the one-eyed man Great Lacey Remove his patch And have laser vision So hot that he shot it And it burned incisions The main event is Mal versus Tim Rose But Tim didn't show I'm gonna knock you out Panda said knock you out Yeah I'm gonna knock you out Panda said knock you out Yeah I'm gonna knock you out Panda said knock you out Yeah 
the week. Wow. And the death match. Standing Bravo. O. Dude, that's crazy. There it is. You got a lot of people in there too, man. Try to squeeze everybody. Yeah, you hit the whole like. Spectrum. But I didn't mention Dane. I can't believe of everybody. You figured Dane would have been front and center for some reason. I I overlooked him. Dane. He gets I the am, fuck, Lacey. He, I, he gets <laughs> enough time. Yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, dude! Yeah. I, I got to tell you, one of the best things about listening to these things is visually the scene in my head that goes <laughs> yes. on as I'm listening to the lyrics is my favorite part of the show, man. That, again, <laughs> fucking amazing. And you job. got, you yeah. got Royal, the dog in there. Yeah. You Biting got... Binger's mustache off. <laughs> and then, uh, Danny Myers soundbite. What was that? Oh yeah. I said, uh, it was like a Danny Myers sound effect in there. somewhere. <laughs> yeah, when I said, uh, Elon Fong got betrayed by his boy, Danny Myers, you heard like a little, <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was it. <laughs> You got the mannerisms down. Yeah, there, yeah, think. man. I love that Sparkman did karate because Sparkman is yeah, actually he, like he emerged out of an interdimensional portal. And, yeah, uh, proceeded to kickbox <laughs> his way through the match. <laughs> he entered the ring from a fourth dimension. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, as he would, as in, he in would, a, actually, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's he's our space guy. But that that was fucking amazing. So there you Josh. go, panda death match. Hope all the pandas enjoy that. Please don't fucking ban me or because uh, <laughs> i get a vibe that these guys don't like that i that i do these songs about them no i think it's the opposite it's the opposite they're the ones clamoring for you to put them I think, out i think people everyone loves the spitfires no matter what i think it's almost like a badge of honor if if you hit somebody you know yeah. what i mean like you know that an homage if you will yeah i mean especially if you get a song about a specific person that's got to be the ultimate like honor you're you know? the fucking weird owl yeah. of the strip club world <laughs> yes, yeah you are yes you know we're working right now on a few things coming up and one of those things is to get josh in an actual studio um i've been talking to um to lunch money lewis who was one of our former guests and um lunch money is going to uh, put together a strip club anthem that Josh is going to rap over, but not a parody. Like this is going to be a real hip hop song, right? The, the 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 end game here is we're going to put together like a, a strip club anthem. Yeah, like like the next like this generation's girls, girls, girls. Yes, we want it to be like that, like that. Yeah, yeah, and and not a shout out song, like a real like a real song that you'll actually want to play, play in, the club, in your strip club, produced yeah. by a Grammy winning <laughs> producer. Yeah. And uh, and possibly uh, featuring I don't know if we could say this uh, no, featuring uh, Veronica, Veronica Vega, Vega, Miami Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, Veronica said she wants to sing on the track, and uh, I'm I'm even in talks with Austin Mahone, who also wants to do a little something on the track. Okay, so I, I mean, there might be some rumors about a video as well. There's no no rumors. We're doing a video. I've been in contact with a guy here locally in Miami. He literally does music videos for a living, and he's a friend of a friend. And uh, he cut me a great price, which is still astronomical. I don't know how these fucking guys afford this shit. It's unreal. But he's got a studio with a green screen. And we, we've got Tootsies as a location. Playmates as a location. Hollywood Beach Boardwalk as a location. Like, we've already, like, talked about... Like it's in talks. I mean, this is actually going to happen. Yeah, it's, we're gonna we're gonna do. It. We're, gonna, we're gonna throw down a few doubloons for this. We're but do it's, something really special. Yeah, for this one, it's it's going to be. Uh, I, I'd like to, if all goes according to plan, Bobby. This will be our New Year's gift to the industry. That's what I'd like to do. I'd like to be able to put the music video out on our website on New Year's Eve to start off twenty twenty. That would be fucking amazing. Yeah, that's the plan. That's what we're working on right now. You have so, a couple of girls at Tootsie's that you, you have in mind for Yes. This? Yes, I do. 
Yes, I did. That would just burn up the house. Yes. All right. And I might bring one out of retirement. Wow. (laughs) Yes. Which one are you going to bring out? Atlanta. Ah, okay. Yeah, I was thinking about bringing Atlanta out of retirement. She used to have a show on the uh, previous network. Right? Yes, she did. Yeah. And okay. she, she does incredible poll stuff. So nice. I don't know if she's if she'd be up for it, but I was thinking about that. Uh, or I have this girl, Lexi, who's fantastic on the poll, too. She'd do it in a second. But, yeah, I've got some girls at Tootsies that will throw down, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be, you know. And we can, you know, once we go video, we can get some some features to come down and, you know, do it as well. Or even just submit stuff. We can edit it all together. No, 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 no. This has to be, this is going to be a major production. This okay. is not, we're not, we're not going to be. Well, listen, I know when you got your eyes set on the prize and you have that vision, there's nothing in your way, man. I mean, yeah, so, no, this, so, this is going to happen. So this is going to happen. This now, is... will Josh be naked in the video? No. Yes. I, wait, what do you mean? No, you will not be naked. I will be fully nude no. in the video. Uh, I've been practicing all my twerking moves. There will be. There will be no nudity in the video. However, Josh will have some really cool scenes, you know? Okay. Excuse me. You going to put your grill in for this? Yeah, I'm definitely going to get the grill installed immediately. You have one, don't you? Yeah, I got to have a full full gold grill. Um, And, you know, when I'm thinking about that, if I'm going to make a music video, you know... When you think of hip-hop fashion today, it's not like what it was when I was... A young kid where right. it was just like overly baggy, colorful clothes and stuff. Now it's like very high end designer shit. Yeah. So I'm gonna be in this video looking like Rick Ross uh, <laughs> because because <laughs> you can't wear the MC Hammer gear I anymore. Yeah, I can't no. wear the MC gear. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be all like you know Versace out. You know the 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 fourteen hundred dollars sunglasses and shit. Yeah. And so the budget for this video, just for my wardrobe alone, is gonna be up in the tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> That's on you. I don't know if I necessarily have the budget. Listen, for I'm going to need those little, those little fucking snakeskin pointy shoes and shit. Like, you know, I got to be up there looking like a superstar. You can't have me in this Grammy award-winning production, and 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 I'm up there wearing a Planet Platypus T-shirt, yeah. cargo shorts. I'll and- give you a Gonzo Radio shirt if that'll help. <laughs> I actually have one. I'm actually looking for a sponsor yeah. just to help defer some of the costs. It's All right. Great. Have you contacted Versace yet? No, no. I don't think Versace the, would be interested. Do they have a big and tall section that you know about? Yeah, they might. All right. I don't know. All right. But uh, I don't think Champion would sponsor this. <laughs> no. Starter. Uh, maybe we get La Spada subs to Gilden. sponsor. That sounds like a plan, just man. film the video at La Spada. We could do that. <laughs> actually, I, I think the, the video itself needs to be filmed inside a strip Yeah, club. you got to highlight the club yeah. for sure. For sure. Yeah. And the song's got to be just money, banger. you know? Yeah, it's going to be a banger. It is going to definitely be a banger. So um, in the process. All right. In the works, my goal is to have at least a song, maybe not the video, but the song done by New Year's. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it's out of our control on some of it though because you're dealing There's with other people involved and, and, yeah. and like legitimate people. This yeah. isn't like just you know me and you and Bobby trying to put together you know yeah. a song which we could do here in the studio on our own. This is an actual producer, a Grammy award winning producer putting together magic that you're going to be able to just flow on yeah. top of. Yeah, and it's we're going to awesome. get a lot of great footage of that too. For yeah, so. it's going to be really, really cool. So I can't wait. So, Bobby, any final thoughts um, for this week as we 
close the show. Anything you want to? You know, I'm I've just still got that bad vision of uh, Travis uh, jerking off backwards in my head. <laughs> really? so I'm gonna have to rewind and go back to the Angel Bow interview to 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 heal from what I've heard. Right. Today. Right. Okay. How about you, you? You know, you're really traumatized when you got to go back to the Angel Bow interview to like. Get some normalcy. I know. Like, here. can you imagine? He's like, I don't know if I can say this type of stuff on there. I'm like, bro, we just came from a segment where a girl was drinking piss. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, man. Um, I want to apologize. I'm a little bit under the weather this weekend, and I'm trying to toughen out as best I can. So uh, I'm sorry if energy-wise I wasn't there, but I appreciate you guys picking up the slack for me today. Um, not to mention, uh, you know, the... The Travis interview getting kind of muckied up. Uh, that's Josh's fault, not mine. But you know, yeah, yeah, we got some tech issues. I'm gonna yeah, we had some tech of. issues. Yeah. That really sucked. Yeah, but you know, you're lucky you're such a genius because you'd be so fired. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Do we pay you? I don't know if I can fire. But you deliver pay. that yeah. genius every week. Every week, yeah, yeah. I can't possibly be mad. If this is our first fuck up, and what is this, our thirteenth? Thirteenth show. Lucky, that's why. Lucky thirteen. That's what it is curse it's the curse is it 13 or 14 yeah this is 13 i don't know but it's 13 just for the sake of argument now yeah no this wow. is 13 that's crazy maybe that's what it is unlucky 13 yeah man could be i don't know <laughs> but the panda spitfire was awesome um just just you know great show guys i mean yeah, man. we'll try again next week we will. So I want to thank everybody. I want to thank Danny from Centerfold Strips uh, Features. Uh, if you'd like to book Angel Bull or Travis Bajan, uh, contact Danny. And we'll see. And if you'd like to book Bobby Mack, call Platypus, please. Yes, call. I, I'm now officially doing all Bobby Mack uh, bookings. Oh, yes, which reminds me, if anybody needs some uh, graphic design for their club and their promotions, please contact Bobby Mack at Mack Art Designs. No, Josh, they contact me. I'm now representing <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> well, i got to give Bobby props. Uh, he made some really cool logos and flyers for uh, Cadillac Lounge. Yeah, we just dropped. Outstanding. Yeah. Cadillac just launched their new overtime sports bar. Sports I saw that. Uh, so, oh, you, that's right. I sent you the proofs. Yeah, it's before nice. they were, yeah. They chose the uh, Patriots colors. So we're with the red, red, white, yeah, and blue motif. Cool. It's really, really good looking. And the uh, Christy Mack event is coming up, and the flyers for that look absolutely incredible. And he did, in a pinch, <clears throat> I called Bobby over the weekend uh, last week. We were going to do a Hurricane uh, Dorian party. <laughs> So Bobby Without puts the hurricane. Oh my god, Bobby puts the cone of uncertainty. Yeah. You know, and I then like that. the Tootsie's logo is in the cone. The and bottle like, service advisory. <laughs> it, it was, yeah, the bottle service advisory. That was great. Fantastic. I mean you're you're a genius, bro. So both you guys are, man. No, you are. I'm not. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go suck each other's cocks. We're gonna uh, see you guys <laughs> next time on the planet Platypus Extravaganza. Ground control, we have landed on the planet. It's been a long time, we should have never, never granted. But we standing on the front line, prime for the sequel. Part two will rock you, the voice of the people. We had to take it back, shake it up, and rearrange it. The industry's evolving, now we roll it with the changes.